Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, you're fired. I've got an email here from a guy who unfortunately heard those words on his most recent job. So you can understand he's kind of beat down a little bit. He's kind of struggling a little bit. And I, you wrote an email, and I thought it was a great email because at the end of the day, everybody watching this is going to have one of those days or one of those weeks or one of those months where they might be in a position where it feels like one of those years where everything seems to be going sideways. But what I've learned in life is that when things are falling apart in your life, it's what actually means it's a metaphor because in order for something new to be born, something better, in other words, in order for the phoenix to rise from the ashes, so to speak, the old you must die and fall away. And sometimes relationships need to die. Sometimes friendships need to die. Sometimes businesses need to die and you go do something else. Or maybe you sell it and you go do something else. Or sometimes your career just doesn't do it for you anymore. Maybe you need to make a lateral move or you need to do something completely different because your internal enthusiasm is not what it used to be. At the end of the day, we all have to deal with things that don't work out the way we expected. But how we respond to those, if when they do statistical studies with really successful people, the one thing that they all have in common is the most successful people all are very optimistic. No matter what happens, they don't lose their sense of optimism. They may use self-deprecating humor, but at the end of the day, they know at some point in time, it's gonna work out and things will get better. Crisis really is temporary. Eventually, you will get through it. So I have a quote that I wrote on this particular topic, and we're gonna go into this guy's email, because a lot of what, he's, what he needs to do is set himself up so he has multiple options. And so when it comes to employment or it comes to dating, if you've got lots of options and lots of choices, let's face it, you can be a little cockier than you normally would be because you have choice. You're in a superior position of leverage. You're in the best negotiating position because you can walk away from any situation or any opportunity or any deal that's not going to give you what you want. So let's go through the quote. The quote says, Always seek to better your situation. If a deal goes sideways, put together an even better deal down the road. If you lose your job, seek to find a better, higher paying one. Hence, again, if you lost your job unexpectedly, look at it as a good thing. What's good about this? How can I use this? How can I become better because of what just happened? If the old shitty job is gone, well, now you got no choice but to find something better. Scarcity creates value. Having multiple job offers makes it easy to choose the best one and make the most money. Having options gives you choices, superior leverage, and the strongest negotiating position. Think of job hunting, investor hunting, client acquisition, and dating prospecting as being a numbers game. The more people you talk to and interact with who can offer you what you are seeking, the quicker you will achieve your outcomes and find exactly the right people, circumstances, and opportunities. Because if you're looking for a job and you got no job, nobody wants to hire you. If you want a girl and you got no girl, girls don't seem to want to date you. But if you had too many choices and too many options, you wouldn't really get too excited initially about any opportunity that presented itself. 
Because if you got five or six choices, five or six options, well, you need data. You need raw data so you can make an intelligent, informed decision. And therefore, you're not going to just jump at the first thing that comes along. I mean, when it comes to dating, most people spend more time and effort buying a car than they do the people that they date. They, most of us, we find somebody we like, we're attracted to, we project our fantasy, and we just assume they're, they're going to match exactly what we want and think and hope that they are. Meanwhile, we ignore the reality, and it's not until we're several months down the road and we're goo goo over this person that we see all our flaws and faults. Because remember, people can hide who they really are for about the first 90 days of any relationship. So you got to proceed with caution. Trust but verify, as Ronald Reagan used to say. So let's go through his email. He says, hi, Corey, a bit of bad news to report. The company that I was working for has terminated my employment after six weeks. While there, I was positive, self-motivated, gaining confidence, trying to be a bit better every day, asking questions on things I wasn't sure about to ensure I got the job done right. However, near the end of the day, the boss said, I was like a square peg in a round hole, but I had a good personality. It wasn't anything against me as a person. And also he stated that he had finished people on the ground sometimes that they could do the job. However, their personality didn't fit. I never took a day off and ensured that I was in early, even catching up on jobs before my official start time. Dude, that's great fucking news. The bottom line is he helped you create an opportunity in your life for something that's better, more ideally suited to you. The worst thing is for somebody to keep you on in a job, and I, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today as I was you know, working on my second book. I had, I had a woman who used to work for me when I was in the real estate and mortgage industry, and she was a great producer, great pro loan processor. She was great at getting real estate files closed. And as we got bigger, I put her in charge of the processing department. She was, a, she was great at getting things done, and she was good at managing people, but when somebody needed to be fired because they sucked, she just fucking couldn't bring herself to drop, to drop the hammer, to drop the axe. And unfortunately, a lot of times it fell to me to be, have to be the one to do it, but the reality is sometimes you hire somebody, their personality's not right, people they don't, don't like working with them, or they're just not cut out to do the job. And it's best for you and it's best for the other person that you part ways as quickly as possible so you can create a space for the right person to come in, get on your bus in the right position and do the right job. And you gotta think about it from a career perspective. So it's like, in other words, what's good about this? What did you learn about this? Were you really, in your eyes, ideally suited for the job? And did you love every aspect of the job? Were you excited about it? What things did you love about it? What things did you hate about it? If you had to do all over again, would you still have chosen that job? So the key is obviously to put yourself in a situation where you have lots of potential employers. In other words, you want to be the LeBron James or the Kobe Bryant that's a free agent and has the opportunity to play for whoever they want to play for. And therefore, that means everybody wants you to play for their team. So there's only one of you and there's dozens and dozens of teams that you can potentially play on. So in order to create a situation where in this particular case where you have lots of opportunity is that means you got to talk to a lot of people you got to talk to a lot of potential employers 
That means you should be making a list with at least 50 or 60 potential employers ranked in order of their desirability of where you want to work. And just start calling them, banging the phones, asking the questions, just like I talk about in how, how to get any job you want. What's the culture like there? What are the people like there? Is the company growing? I'm really looking for something more stable. I'm looking for a company that has a great training program because like in this case here, maybe they weren't giving you the training that you felt you needed, the support that you need. And you may be going to a company that's a little more structured and has a more regimented system of training is where you should go. But at the end of the day, you got to think, what do you want? Obviously, you want to take a position with a company where the culture is better, the people that you work with are better, the money is better, the opportunity is better, it's a more stable company, it's growing, it's more successful. That's what you're looking for. And so you're going to have to take the time to do the research and make the list of potential employers. And then you're going to bang the phones. When the receptionist answers the phone, you're going to ask her, how long has she worked there? Does she like it? Is it a good place to work? You want to work someplace really cool where everybody loves working. It's a growing company. What do you think? Ask her questions like that, and then she'll start selling you on why the company is so great. And you want to do the same thing with all of the higher higher level people, the HR person or the VP or whoever the maybe the, you're talking to directly the owner of the company. Ask them questions. We all love to talk about ourselves and we all love to brag. So give your potential employers or your potential investors a reason to brag about themselves to you and why you should choose their opportunity over somebody else's. Same thing with dating. That's why asking questions is so powerful. When you ask other people to tell you about themselves, what are their best qualities? What do they have to offer? We all love to brag. We all love to talk about ourselves. So give somebody, ask people the kind of questions that they would enjoy answering. If you're talking to an entrepreneur who built his company of 100 people from just him and his, his friend in a garage at one point when they started out, get him... Get, let them talk about that. Let them tell you the story of how they did it. They'll sell you on them and their track record and their track history. Because when you are sincerely interested in somebody else and their story, especially somebody bragging about their career or their company they work for or the company they started from nothing and grew into a multi-million dollar organization, the longer you listen to them as they tell you these things about it, they're going to think, this, I like this guy. This guy gets me, he really seems to care. That creates rapport, makes them start to like you. And as they start to like you, they start to trust you. And people like you and trust you and they're telling you how great their opportunity is. Well, the next thing is them offering, talking you into coming to work for them. Well, I've got you know three other companies or four other companies that I'm talking to right now, but quite frankly, I like what you're saying better than these other guys. So what are you offering? What are, you know, what, where do you start out salary-wise, 401k, benefits? What about opportunity for growth? What, what, what are management opportunities? I mean, what are you looking for personally to achieve? you got to have those list of things down going into it so when you're sitting there in an interview, you can ask them. Because the idea is you want to achieve your outcomes in your job where you work at. And the only way you can achieve your outcomes is if you know what they are and you write them down and then you ask questions of the people who potentially can help you meet those outcomes. By banging the phone and talking to as many people as you can, if you've got a list of 50 or 60 people and you're not working at all and you're talking to people all day long, calling and talking to different people, making notes, if somebody doesn't have anything open right now, and you know, check back with them in 30 days. You should be talking to people constantly until you get a job. And it's the same thing if somebody's gotten rejected or 
the the girlfriend left them or the wife left them the quickest best way to get over it is get right back on the horse and especially like when it comes to applying the stuff that i teach in my book the more you practice it the more you rehearse it the better you're going to get at it and so if you're trying to attract somebody back your skills are getting better because you're practicing it with other people and when you have other choices you're not going to be so quick to run back to somebody that blew you off. The idea is to always better your situation, always better your dating situation, always better your job situation. That means you want a better place to work and you want to make more money. When I, when I was in real estate, whenever we had a deal fall apart the last minute, one of the houses we were flipping in the foreclosure business, I'd always say we're going to make more money next time around. When I, when I had a house go through, maybe something didn't appraise right, or it turns out that there was a title problem, or maybe it had termite damage and people didn't want to wait three or four months for it. And I have to go out and start all over and sell them a new house and be like, well, I'm going to make more money next time around. I usually end up finding them a house a little more expensive or maybe the commission split from the seller was a little higher than the first one. And maybe because the loan's a little bit bigger or the loan terms are, have changed a little bit, maybe I can a little bit, make a little bit more on the loan. And that was always my attitude. When a deal went sideways, I had already presupposed and told myself that I was going to do a bigger, better deal down the road. And when you think like that, when you think every failure really is an opportunity to get better, then losing your job and getting fired unexpectedly is not a big fucking deal. Or getting dumped. It hurts, it stings, but at the end of the day, it means a BBD's coming, a bigger, better deal is coming down the road. That's the way I look at it. It's the way you should look at it. It's a superior way to look at the challenges that life throws us. What's good about this? How can I use this? How can I get better? How can I improve from this? How can I better my situation? Your goal as a human being is to try to get a little better each and every day. Every time you start a new job, every time you go job hunting, you want to try to get better. Every time you inter interact with clients, you want to get better at customer service. Every time you interact with somebody in the dating world, if you're trying to get better in that, again, the idea is try to get better. The only way you can get better is more repetitions. Give yourself lots of opportunities and lots of repetitions. Continue to talk to people until you find what you want. So he says, I read your advice on leveraging several job prospects, and I tried to practice every day the positive things you mentioned on there. While encountering adversity, I was accentuating the positive. To continue on the positive note, this will be another opportunity to do something else, and if I was only meant to be there for a short spell, then I might as well go with the flow. Things happen for a reason, and it looks like my path in life is going to lead somewhere better. Now you're thinking, this is perfect. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Thanks for the reply to my last email. and Thank you for the brilliant videos on dating, life coaching, and self-help. I will now endeavor to find another job. Thank you for your support. It's just a matter of time and repetition. It's not a matter of hope of finding a better job. It's about a matter of practicing the fundamentals of getting a new job talking to people who potentially have the opportunity and asking questions remember the one asking questions is the one that's in charge of the conversation and if you're perpetually in a state of being inquisitive and asking questions about everybody's opportunity from the receptionist all the way up to the ceo of the company everybody you talk to is going to be trying to sell you on why you should choose their opportunity and then you just say well great well when can we get together for an interview Great. Well, are you guys ready to offer me the job in the spot? Let's talk salary. Let's talk benefits. Let's talk about start date. It's pretty simple. Let them talk you into why you should go work for them. 
It's a much superior position to be in than, I need this job bad, I gotta pay my bills. Please go out with me because I haven't had a date in a month or whatever it happens to be. So with that in mind, if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a, a paid coaching session with yours truly. And you can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and book whichever option works for you. And I will talk to you soon.